Welcome to the Dad University Podcast, episode 300. Wow, this is a big one, 300. Title for today, How to Stop Toddler Tantrums. Six Secrets to Calm Your Child's Temper. In today's episode, we have a recording from a popular YouTube video that I did. Understanding why toddlers throw tantrums is the first hurdle. When you understand what the meltdowns are really about and how little control the toddler has, you begin to understand how much of the responsibility falls on us to deal with it properly. It doesn't really matter whether your child is two years old or four years old, dealing with a temper tantrum is not easy. I wanna briefly tell you about our Dad University membership and then we will jump into the episode. Hey, this is Jason Kreidman, founder of Dad University. For those of you interested in achieving your full potential as a father, or you simply want to support our mission, become a member of Dad University. The cost is pay what feels good, so you get to choose what you want to pay. Visit daduniversity.com to learn more. Now, let's get back to the episode. In today's video, we're going over how to stop toddler tantrums. You might be familiar with that tornado that is your child's emotions, or the unstoppable freight train that is your child's temper, or how about that annoying whining that is worse than nails on a chalkboard. I'm gonna provide you six secrets to calming your child's temper. Can we really stop temper tantrums? Well, not only am I gonna show you how to stop temper tantrums, but I'm going to show you how to avoid them altogether. Well, maybe not avoid, but reduce. We're still dealing with toddlers. Be sure to stick around until the end of this video because not only do you want to get all six secrets, but that last one is the most important parenting tool that I teach. In order to learn how to stop toddler tantrums, I think it's important that we take a step back and look at why is a toddler throwing a meltdown? Because once we understand why, we'll be able to make better decisions on how to handle it. And typically, there's only a couple of reasons why the toddler is having the tantrum. First, the toddler is feeling emotions and doesn't know how to communicate them. Heck, most adults feel emotions and don't know how to communicate them. So it's totally understandable that a toddler would have difficulty. Remember I mentioned a tornado in the beginning of this video? Well, imagine all of these emotions building up inside this child and they don't know how to communicate it. So they could be feeling sad and angry and frustrated, but just not even understand what to do with that emotion. They just know that something isn't right. You know, they're pissed off. And so screaming, whining, and crying seems like a great way to tell dad that I'm upset. In addition to not knowing how to communicate their emotions, they also don't know how to calm themselves down. A tantrum or meltdown is a reaction to feeling stressed. There is no taking deep breaths, counting to 10, or self-talk to calm yourself down. They're toddlers, they haven't learned this stuff yet. There is no knowledge or ability to self-regulate these strong emotions that they're feeling. And as we said, adults have difficulty with this, so of course the child is having difficulty. Or there are other reasons for the tantrums. Maybe the child's tired, hungry, bored, overstimulated, or just wants attention. In all of these scenarios, 
the child's body is just in overdrive. It's like a freight train just screaming on in. And as you know, this is not fun. If a child wants a specific food or treat or even attention, do you know why they throw the temper tantrum? Because it works. It gives them the attention they are seeking. Now, it might be negative attention, meaning we get mad, but they still get the attention that they were looking for. And I'll touch a little bit more on this in a second. Now that you have a little bit better understanding of why children throw temper tantrums, let's look at the six secrets on how to stop them. Number one, keep calm. If you want your toddler to keep calm, guess what? You need to keep calm. There is much less of a chance of you being able to stop your toddler's tantrums if you are not calm. I've got to admit, in the heat of the moment, it's easier said than done. You know, you could be tired, you've lost your patience, and your child knows exactly how to push your buttons. So, you have to be aware that you're getting upset as a result of your child's behavior. It is so important for you to keep calm. Not only do children feed off of our energy, but we make better decisions when we are calm. When you're going crazy and you're all worked up, you're not going to make the decisions on how to handle that situation properly, or at least you're gonna be a lot less likely to handle that situation correctly. Here are a couple of techniques that you can use to keep yourself calm. And you first wanna notice yourself getting worked up. First, breathing. Take a few deep breaths. Simply deep breathing can often help us calm down. Second, counting. Count to maybe five or 10 and take a pause before you react. A lot can happen in that moment when you take a pause. And then the third thing is to not take the situation personally. You know, your two or three-year-old or even four-year-old is not out to get you personally. They're just trying to make sense of this world, but we often take things personally and that keeps us from remaining calm. This means if you need to remove the toddler from the situation, you do it calmly. Or if you need to talk to the toddler, you do it calmly without yelling. You are trying to teach your toddler to be calm. And in order to do that, you have to be calm yourself. No, I want my toddler to stop yelling. In order to do that, I'm gonna yell at them. Do you see how that might not make sense? We have to remain calm if we're trying to teach our toddler to remain calm. Number two, don't give in. If your child is throwing a tantrum because they want a cookie, don't give them the cookie. If your child is kicking and screaming because they don't want to leave the park, guess what? You have to leave the park. You can't give in to the situation just to stop the temper tantrum. If you don't seem to know why they're having the temper tantrum, it's not something that they want, no situation kind of happened, maybe they could be doing it for the attention. But again, if you grab them, yell at them, or interact with them in any way, you're giving them that attention. And so that's what we want to avoid. Do you see that if you give in to the behavior, which we often do because we want it to stop, you are simply reinforcing that bad behavior. That's why they throw the tantrum. It worked. So here's what else you can do. Number three, ignore the behavior. Now, this might be easier to do in your own home versus a grocery store or public place, but you literally wait out the storm. You simply do not react to them and you ignore the behavior that happens to be going on. 
Building on the keep calm secret, you provide them no interaction. Eventually, this storm will pass. Sometimes it's best to have no interaction. If the child is a little older, you might be able to say, hey, I'll talk to you when you are calm. But if the child is younger and hasn't learned any calming techniques, that might be difficult to do. So you simply have to ignore the behavior altogether. For the young child, we often will tell them to calm down and they don't even know what that means or how to do it. And so we end up yelling or getting more upset, which then gets them scared and it starts this vicious cycle. It's not going to help them calm themselves down. So try ignoring them in those situations because we don't want to reinforce the bad behavior. We don't want to provide them the attention in those situations that we think are not good. On the opposite side of ignoring them is number four, providing them positive reinforcement. So maybe there's a situation that typically um, was where a tantrum might happen. We want to reinforce the good behavior. So if they do something good and they don't throw the tantrum, then you provide them that positive reinforcement. Well, a lot of people might think to themselves, well, that's what they're supposed to do. So why would I reinforce that or uh, make highlight of it? Well, you do that so that they will repeat that behavior. So you might say, you know what? When I asked you to leave the park, you came right over to me and we left and that was really helpful. And the positive reinforcement is expressing gratitude. It's expressing thanks or appreciation for how they behaved in that situation. So while the child is not responsible for your emotions, you are telling the child that, hey, thank you so much for doing this. Or, you know what, I really appreciated the way you did that. That positive reinforcement will go a long way in keeping those tantrums away. If you want to see the behavior again, then you provide that reinforcement. And we do that with this positive reinforcement of showing gratitude and appreciation. The child will want to repeat that behavior. I go through this in depth in my parenting program as positive reinforcement is a powerful tool in discipline, in communication, and getting your children to listen. Positive reinforcement simply works. Number five, redirection. Nobody can get more distracted, well, maybe myself, but nobody can get more distracted than a toddler. A toddler can be so distracted by a new shiny object. You know, you can be focused on something that's happening, and all of a sudden you offer them something else or change the subject or make something a big deal and they will immediately change their focus. The success of redirection can sometimes be determined by the severity of the tantrum. If you are in a full DEFCON 1 meltdown, redirection might not work as well. But for your average run-of-the-mill daily tantrum, redirection is a great tool. An example, your child might be crying or about to meltdown because they're not getting a specific toy. But maybe you pull out your keys and you say, hey, check out these keys, or hey, look at this toy over here. That can often work simply by redirecting their attention. Because they live so much in the moment, they forget what they were even having a tantrum about. And so their attention is completely redirected. Your body language, tone of voice, and your excitement about whatever that situation is or the object can also have an effect. 
You wanna make sure that you are very excited or that it's a big deal, because that's going to be more powerful when you are using redirection. Number six, empathy. If there is one temper-busting secret that I want you to take away from this video, it's to learn empathy. Empathy is putting yourself in the place of the toddler and looking at the situation and feeling it from their perspective. You're not looking at it from your adult dad brain. You're looking at it from the two, three, and four-year-old's brain. It's a completely different situation when you look at the thing that you're dealing with from their perspective. They're feeling a bunch of emotions and they don't know how to handle it. They're frustrated. And instead of looking at it from our dad brain, when we look at it from their brain, we can see the frustration. We don't have to agree with it. We don't have to think that they're correct in the situation. All you are doing is looking at it from their perspective. And when you do that, your response changes. You may give them a hug. You may talk to them more calmly. All kinds of things change when you look at it from their perspective and make the decision to react or deal with them in that way. Picture yourself as the little three-year-old who doesn't want to leave the park, who just wants that ice cream, or wants the toy that their sibling has or doesn't want to give it up. It sucks, it's frustrating. When you feel empathy, you might respond differently. Like the situation at the park, where you said, hey, come on, let's go, it's time to leave. You might say instead, oh, I know you want to stay at this park. It's so much fun being at the park but it's time we got to go and maybe we can play afterwards. You're looking at it from their perspective. It does suck to leave the park or it's frustrating when you don't get what you want. I know you want that toy. I'm sorry that you are so frustrated. Even a toddler wants to feel and be understood. And often when you show them that you understand how they are feeling and look at it from their perspective, oftentimes the temper tantrum will stop right there. I've had many of those situations with my own kids in which they were getting upset and I simply took a second, stopped, think about what it is that they're going through and then respond accordingly. And a lot of times that just happened to end up being a hug. When you are faced with a situation of a tantrum, meltdown or bad behavior, try not to look at it from the perspective that the child is doing something wrong. Instead, look at it as if you have not yet taught them how to deal with the situation. You then have to take some of the responsibility in teaching them how to handle those kinds of situations. While it isn't easy, we have to take responsibility. You can't blame your three-year-old. We have to teach them how to respond and deal with these kinds of situations. If you weren't taught, it's hard to teach your child. That's why I created the Dad University Parenting Program. It's a comprehensive course, weekly coaching, and private discussion, all centered around how to handle these kinds of situations and more. Thank you for watching. I hope you enjoyed this video. Be sure to check out all of the other videos on Dad University. We'll see you next time. If you enjoyed this episode, we appreciate positive reviews and any kind of feedback that you may have. If you want to achieve your full potential as a father, 
or simply support our content, consider becoming a member of Dad University. Visit daduniversity.com and click on Become a Member. We'll see you next time.